Today is April the 12th. Is Jesus really God? Let's find out together as we study several passages in the New Testament. So in our sermon yesterday, we talked about uh, the divinity of Jesus as we saw in the Transfiguration. Of course, it brings up the question, is it really true? Uh, was Jesus, is Jesus really God? I thought it'd be worth our time to go through several passages in the New Testament to see what Jesus says about himself. Um, first, we're going to look at John chapter 10. We start to read in verse 30, after uh, Jesus describes himself as the good shepherd, he says several other things that cause the people to react negatively. So starting in verse 30, Jesus says, the Father and I are one. What he's saying is we are of the same essence. The people understood exactly what he was saying. Verse 31, once again the people picked up stones to kill him and Jesus said at my father's direction, I've done many good works. For which one are you going to stone me? And they said, we're stoning you not for any good works, but for blasphemy. You, a mere man, claim to be God. People understood exactly what it was that Jesus was saying. He was saying, I am God. The first proof of Jesus' divinity is he said he was. Um, there is no confusion in what Jesus said about himself. John chapter 5, uh, something very uh very uh, similar. John chapter 5, beginning to read in verse 17. Uh, so the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. Jesus replied, my father is always working and so am I. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him. For he not only broke the Sabbath, but he called God his father, thereby making himself equal with God. Now to us today, calling God your father is not a big thing. We hear a lot of people talk about father. In fact, one of the common titles I hear for God is people go to him in prayer as Father God. But in Jesus' time, this was unique. In the Old Testament, nobody calls God their father. God is the father of the nation of Israel. God is the father of the king, David and Solomon, um, who represent the nation of Israel, but no one individual calls God their father until Jesus. Then Jesus calls him not only father, he calls him Abba. Rough translation, daddy. He calls him what a child, what a toddler would call their father. The Jews understood what it was that Jesus was saying. Mark 
chapter 14, we've been working our way through the Gospel of Mark. It makes sense to go back to that. In verses 61 and 62, when Jesus stands before the Sanhedrin, Jesus was silent, made no reply. And the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? And Jesus said, I am. And you'll see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. Again, Jesus does something absolutely unbelievable. He uses the words, I am. The Jews actually avoided using those two words together, both in the Hebrew language and in Aramaic and, and in Greek, as this would have been translated into. The reason is that when Moses in the, in the Old Testament asked God what his name was, God responded saying, I am. Jesus, several times in his ministry, says, I am. He uses the personal name of God. But not only that, but he says, I will be seated at God's right hand. Jesus identified himself as God. We see that in what he says. Jesus allows people to worship him. That's something that only God did. John chapter 9, um, there Jesus heals a, my, a man who was blind from birth. He does it in an unusual way. He puts mud on the man's eyes. Then he tells the man to go and wash. As a result, the man sees, but as a secondary result, he has no idea who healed him. He has never seen Jesus. So in verse 35, uh, Jesus, after the man, defends Jesus before the Jewish leaders and is excommunicated from the Jewish synagogue. He's cut off from his means of salvation. Jesus comes to the man. When Jesus heard what had happened, he found the man and he asked him, do you believe in the Son of Man? The man answered, Who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. And Jesus said, You've seen him, and he's speaking to you. The man said, Yes, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped Jesus. Now, all through Scripture, when either a man or an angelic being when people begin to worship them, they stop them. They're very quick to stop them and say, no, 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 no. Only God, only God. But we have several instances in the Old Testament when God appears to man, man worships God, and he accepts their worship. Jesus accepted the blind man's worship. In Matthew chapter 14, his own disciples, after Jesus walked on the water, verse 32, uh, Jesus and Peter 
climbed back into the boat and the wind stopped. The disciples worshipped him. You really are the Son of God, they exclaimed. They had a clear sense of who Jesus was. He was God. And then again, Matthew chapter 28. After Jesus raises from the dead, they meet him on the mountain where he will ascend into heaven. Chapter 28, verse 17, when they saw him, they worshipped him. Jesus accepted the worship of men. That's something that only God would do. Jesus is God. He said he was God. He accepts man worship. And then thirdly, other people say that Jesus is God. Um, first of all, in John chapter 1, the author of the book of John, when he begins the whole gospel, he says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. Nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. Jesus is the Word. Existed in the beginning with God, and God used Jesus to actually affect the creation of the world. John chapter 20, at the very end of the book of John, Jesus appears to, the, to 10 of the disciples who are left one week, but Thomas isn't present. The next week, Jesus appears to Thomas and says, Thomas, put your hands in my, in my side. Put your fingers in the wounds on my hand. Don't be unbelieving, but believe. And Thomas responds in verse 28, my Lord and my God. Thomas makes a very succinct statement. Jesus is not only Savior, not only Lord, not only King. He's divine. He is God. Then finally, um, in Paul's writing in the book of, of Titus, as Paul is coming to the end of his life writing to young men that he has been mentoring, Titus chapter 2 and verse 13, beautiful little passage. Paul, coming to the end of his life, says, we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. Jesus is Savior, and Jesus is God. Was Jesus God? We know that he said he was. Whatever else we believe about him, we have to understand that Jesus' self-identification is that he was God. Those who were around Jesus said that he was God. No matter what else we believe, we can't believe that Jesus was a mere man, simply a good moral teacher. Good moral teachers don't make the claim that they are God.
Jesus, however, did. Please like and subscribe to these devotionals on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Do you have questions? Email us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll look at the end of the book of Mark at what is called the longer ending.